This is Cinema Degeneration. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I, I just can't take no pleasure in killing that. Just some things you gotta do. We all go a little mad sometimes. You wanna know what happens to an eyeball when it gets punctured? You just can't let them go? Go! Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? <laughs> Please, God. This is God. The dead will walk here. I'm just gonna bash your brains. And your suffering will be legendary even in hell. <laughs> it's alive, it's alive, it's alive. They all flow down here. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Boy, our introductory show tonight features our Grindhouse Pizzeria, which is dedicated to all things Grindhouse and exploitation. Whether it's extra cheesy or loaded with meat, you'll always get a belly full of hot, nasty goodness. Come on in, pull up a chair and grab you a slice.
Alrighty, folks. Welcome once again to Cinema Degeneration and Grindhouse Pizzeria. I am your host, Cameron Scott, and this is my wonderful co-host, Tommy K. Tom Commissar, how are we doing today? We are doing great, Cameron. Glad to be here, sir. Glad to be here. Yeah, we got a... This is our first foray into what I call true grindhouse exploitation territory. We've done... I mean, not our first foray, because we've done almost a steady stream of horror grindhouse and exploitation kind of flicks, but this is our first real drive-in kind of era movie. And what we're doing today is the 1974 drive-in classic Truck Stop Women. And it was suggested to me through my uh, my Tubi uh, app, you know, that is always suggesting, hey, since you watched this, try watching this. And God, I know Tubi isn't a person, but I want to thank you, Tubi, and, <laughs> and your algorithms, because you suggest some some great A stuff. I, I I appreciate the fact that it's an app that uh, well all the, all our apps listen to us. You know, they're they're always listening, even when we're when we think they're not. You know, it's like uh, an Alexa or uh, uh, what's this the Siri thing. You know, they're always right. listening. But this one listens and it curates things really well. Uh, Truck stop women. I I had heard about this movie for years. Just never seen it, you know, is this one of those ones that had always eluded me, and god damn if I wasn't highly entertained by this one. I was same same thing here. This is uh this is solid truck exploitation. Uh, you know, it's like I've always this is one of those movies that uh it was always been on my uh one of these days you gotta watch this movie list, but you know, I just haven't watched it, you know, I, I hadn't gotten around to it. Seen the poster, the picture of the poster a million times. And uh, it was always one of those ones I'm, I'm, you know, like, oh, yeah, I got to watch that. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Yeah, I got to watch that. I got to watch it. And then when you suggested it, I was like, you know, it was, you had those six, so a couple, a few suggestions in that. And I looked at that and I was the first one on and I go, hell yes. Hell <laughs> yes. We're watching Truck Stop Women this week so we can review it. Like, yes, finally. Like in all this time of thinking about it, we're going to do it's it. Like now, I'm, now glad I, I'm glad I did. I'm glad. I'm really <laughs> glad we're doing this. This was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, let's go ahead and get into the IMDb synopsis and just start uh, picking this apart bit by bit. All right. Truck Stop Women from 1974. A mother and daughter who run a brothel for truckers fight back when the mafia tries to take over their operation. Very short and sweet and to the point, and that's pretty much what it's about. It's, hi- it's truck stop hijinks. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a little bit of Big Bad Mama, a little bit of... Uh, convoy among others you know right right yeah this i was uh, directed by mark l lester yes i was to say yeah because he did uh, a lot of a lot of good, great movies commando uh firestarter class of 1984 class of 1989 yep. uh, roller boogie showdown in little tokyo i mean like and he's still making movies and producing and and writing and directing to this day so yeah, he's pretty prolific yeah this uh um, this particular movie, uh, w- w- what I like about it, that, uh, were you done? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut oh, you Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing concerned. I knew, I, I knew, I, I knew what I, this, especially being from this time, I think the first thing right off the bat, um, as we'll get into the movie and we'll, I know we'll bring this up in more than one part, but, uh, I, of course the cast is fantastic in this thing. In fact, if you, 
you know, you can go through it and mention uh, who that's so oh, who's yeah. who's we'll the people. We... These people left and right. I got multiple, multiple cast notes. Uh, another thing that I really love, and growing up in the seventies, uh, you know, my mom was a big country music fan, and and we hung around. She knew a lot of. She liked all kinds of music, but you know, she knew a lot of bands that played. And I remember when a little kid. You know, hanging out in honky tonks and bars, you know, and stuff, and watching all these bands. And when I hear the soundtrack, you know, like these songs, it just reminds me of being in that old station wagon of hers. <laughs> but it's, you know, she's got a cigarette hanging out of her mouth, and we're going down to the 405, you know, and like <laughs> listening to, listening to, you know, Tom T. Hall, which he who just passed away, you know, and uh, and uh, great great country music writer and singer. But, uh, you know, those songs from back then, you just, I hear that stuff, uh, even when, you know, just off the stuff that was off the radio and that, when I even hear these songs, even though um, they weren't like necessarily, these were hit songs, but these are songs that were just, you know, for this, that fit, they used in this movie or written for the movie. I'm not I really think sure. A, I think but a it, lot of them were written for the movie because the band they, I made they, a note was called Big Mac and the Truck Stoppers. Right, right. And but it just has that sound, you know, just when you hear that pedal steel ramp, and then it kicks in, you know, and you know, right, right when it kicks in the music, it just it takes me right back to those days. And I just got to laugh. I go, yeah, this reminds me of cigarettes, you know, booze, you know, trucks, <laughs> you know, fucking guitars, you know, it just it just, you know, it takes me right there. And uh, this this movie didn't this movie you know you could pick it apart here and there uh, with different stuff but it really had a it, it really the it was it was never really it never bored me it was it was so funny um, how how much that it was just a lot of stuff going on the whole well, it's movie very like efficient. it was just constantly it was constantly moving. You yeah, know, it was it like moves it moves along it, at a really brisk pace. There's never a dull moment. It never slows no. down. I mean, it literally starts out. Basically, um, we've got a, a a man and a woman, and uh, nicely uh, in a, in a uh, well, it's the, kind the, of like a sauna slash like bathtub. bath, and they're enjoying it. And she's she's like washing his feet, and he's loving life, and she's <laughs> you know we're naked and very nice looking woman. And, uh, you know, and they're just enjoying life. And even the music in that is starting out. It just starts. It just kicks right in to the music. Bubble bath. Soapy boobs. And then the guys from, you know, so they're in the West, you know, somewhere out in New Mexico or somewhere, wherever it finds out it is. It's somewhere in the West. And right off the bat, the two bags that come walking in the door are a Smith and a guy named Rusty. And these guys are the East Coasters. These guys yeah, are the East gangsters. Coast gangsters yep. These are the these are the guys that you know they talk like this, and you know, and they walk in and right off the bat, fucking old Rusty, who he's such a greasy fuck. Oh, he's he a nasty to... bastard. I got some notes about him and his uh, candy bar eating skills. Oh, yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Uh, yeah, but... we'll talk about that when it comes to it because it happens a couple of times. <laughs> he's got this little thirty-eight snub nose that he pulls out. And they blast the guy, and then she's like trying to help the guy out, poor woman. You know, she's and uh, and and then uh, she, you know, a couple of gunshots into him, and he's sinking down into the bubbles. And then uh, he got fucking, and then old Smith, he's the guy. He was actually um, 
uh, what was his name? He's actually uh, John played, Martino. Yes, in which you would know that he was actually in The Godfather. Yeah, he was also what I remembered him in. And he had a much bigger part was uh, the Warren Oates version of Dillinger. Ah, yeah, he yes. was in that. Yeah, he was in a yes. lot of stuff back in the day. Yeah, well, he's great in this. He's like your East Coast sleazebag gangster guy, and he comes in. He's got this like. He's got this Joker kind of grin. He's got these big teeth, and he's just kind of got this got look on his face. He's got like this big bouffant hairdo, you know. And he comes in. He oh, pulls beautiful out. hair, magnificent yeah, like of hair, rock, rocking hair, man. John uh, Jack Lord would be proud. And uh, <laughs> yes, and uh, so he pulls out. He pulls out a big old like I, I, it looks like a three fifty seven, and he blasts the girl. I was thinking, man, what are you killing her for? But uh, he blasts well, he stops her. Rusty, you think he's, he's kind of like, oh, we're going to leave the girl alone? No, he stops Rusty so that he can kill the girl. Right. Like, that right. shows you what kind of guy he is. I mean, yeah, well, that's damn. true. He did stop because there is a second you're like, oh, because I would have been like, all right, let's let's take her with us, make her part of the gang, you know. But no, but no, you know, he he pulls, he stops Rusty because Rusty surely would have shot her too, you know, and uh, and uh, so he he blasts her, and then that pretty much. That pretty much starts the movie, and then it goes right into the first scene where it kind of explains. It's like a, it looks like a real. It looks like a real nice. If anybody from California, you see this scene because this is a this is a nice house that overlooks the San Fernando Valley, overlooking you know Hollywood downtown L.A. area. It's up in the hills, nice pool, naked girls hanging out swimming, and they're having the uh, the meeting in the office where it's kind of like. I'm not sure. I don't remember the guy behind the desk, but he's like, I guess, I don't know if he's the West Coast version of the East Coast Mafia boss. And he kind of. Well, uh, he was just credited as Mr. Big. Right. That was it. He was discredited as Mr. Big. And it's the only scene we get him in. Yeah. And he he, he pretty much lays it out uh, that they're going to what they got to do. And uh, basically their goal is they're going to they're going to get in and we're going to find out about uh, Anna. And uh, her her family of uh, of truckers it runs a right. Santa runs a truck this, stop. This is where they make the mention where they're going to go. It's it's New Mexico because they're talking about the New Mexico territory. Right. That it was somebody called though, although they don't explain who Maury is. They said it was Maury's old territory, and they're going to get they're going to try to get uh, Anna out. They they right. want her out because she's running he's she's running shit out there. Right. And, and I, I love how he says. When he when he warns Smith, he's like, "Don't pick up any hitchhikers now." And then, boom, the very next scene is it cuts to it. We find out why. We right. Exactly why. <laughs> and uh, and I guarantee you that isn't New Mexico that they're sitting in. <laughs> that, that looked like California. That yeah, that's like California. California. And then they're out in the California desert. They could be in the New Mexican desert area, but that looks like I bet they're right outside of. Probably outside of Palmdale or something. I don't know, but they're, well, they're I out have there. IMDb brought up right now. I'm going to look up to see where it was shot. Actually, um, we're going to have to eat our words. That was not um, uh, shot in California. It was shot all over New Mexico. Shoot, really? Shot in Las Cruces, Truth or, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Mm. And, uh, yeah, mostly it was shot in and around Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Uh, that's uh, all the filming locations that house scene where they're talking and you hmm. see out the side the window that looks like you're overlooking the the valley i mean that's yeah. totally that that's particular scene but anyway it, that doesn't mean that they there. did 
doesn't mean that they didn't shoot uh, in California. Right. Just because it's not listed, you know, doesn't mean a thing. But yeah, it was uh, some of it was legitimately shot in New Mexico. Nice. So, so getting back to the hitchhiker gag, we've got now our our pretty ladies. We've got the 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 beautiful uh, Claudia Jennings and uh, uh, her uh, a fellow red haired girl. I forget her name in this. Uh, uh, Tina. Tina. Uh, I can't remember the actress's name. I Tina, didn't write it down, but it was and, Tina. And, and Claudia plays Rose. Rose yeah, she is, is uh, Anna's uh, the main daughter. the main character of it. Yeah, she plays Anna's daughter. Now they're what they got it. They got a thing going because you find out Anna. You find out Anna um, is uh, runs a truck stop that's quite busy doing other things other than just taking care of trucks. Uh, they take care <laughs> of trucks, all right, but they're they're like a little redneck hillbilly crime family and what's pretty cool they got this gig set up where they got these two pretty girls in their little short shorts uh with a they've got a looks like a ford i don't know a mustang or a mock something i don't know what it is but it's got the got the hood up and they got the thumbs out acting like the cars broke down the trucker sees they see the the girls uh out a desert road broke down they pull over and they say, and so he comes over to help him out. Like, ah, what I got going here, little lady? You know, he looks and he looks under the hood. You know, they get they whack him with a wrench and slam the hood down on him, and you know, and they knock him out. I don't think they kill him, <laughs> right? But they, you know, the little hood on his back isn't gonna knock yeah, instantly, out a trucker. Instantly find out why you don't pick up hitchhiker, right. hitchhikers or stop for hitchhikers in this area. <laughs> so they knock him out, and then they steal his truck. So now they're in the truck. I guess we find out later somebody else like, drives the car off. Now the two girls are driving down the road, and they pick up like a hitchhiking guy. He's just oh yeah, like some, lucky fellow. Lucky. Yeah, fellow. he's a lucky fellow. All right. He's I just love the guy line that Tina has. He's like, "Come on in, baby. Ain't never seen a horny trucker before." <laughs> right. And uh, so he's like the whole time. He, he didn't. I don't think he says anything. His mouth is just kind of bouncing off his knees the whole time. And the one the Tina drags him in the back of the sleeper part of the cab while uh, Rose continues to drive. And obviously, we get a quick little shot of uh, Tina's boobs, and we know that they're they're getting down to business. And uh, then they pull over, they throw him out of the truck, wish him well, basically throw his hat out and his shit, and he's just like, huh? and then the truck drives <laughs> yeah, I off. I don't think he ever says a word. I don't. Think I don't think he says a word. And like I said, his mouth is open the whole time. He can't believe how, how lucky he just got, and he got lucky he didn't get killed. And, uh, and he's uh, one of the so, few that don't. He's one of yeah. the few people that don't get uh, killed for messing around with these ladies. Right. Uh, but it goes right into it. It's cool. It just they don't mess around. They pull the truck they stole. They pull. They're at Anna's now. Anna's a full big old truck stop where everybody goes. And they got, the, of course, the restaurant and, uh, you know, and the, the, they've got the, the, gonna, the garage and everything. The, the you garage, know. you know, they fix it. They do everything. But what they're doing with this truck they just stole earlier in the day is they paint it. They they <laughs> disguise it. They paint it. And they argue on this particular one. Uh, yeah, uh, because Anna wants to, the boss wants to paint it white, right. non-indescript co color. Right. And Rose is all like, she convinces Mac and the other two fellas, uh, right. uh, Curly and Winters. That right. Yeah, they need to paint it pink, and she—it's very persuasive. And they're just like, "Well, we couldn't say no." <laughs> right. But yeah, they want to paint this big old rig pink. And it's interesting because 
the boys finally give in. They keep saying, you know, right. Anyway, no, you know, pink. I want a pink. Well, I don't care what mama says. Paint it pink. So they end up painting it pink, which is interesting. I know why they did it, because it's like that truck is actually in the movie quite a bit. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, that, movie. that truck is a kind of uh, it's got its own starring role in the movie. Yeah, they, yeah. But so the boys, you know, they they're they're kind of going along, and uh, and uh, it's interesting. You were gonna. This might be an interesting time. You had some a couple things like uh, with Fimple. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the 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 three guys. There's Mac, there's Curly, and there's Winters. Now, uh, Curly is played by Dennis Fimple, who is great fucking character actor. He has like 107 credits that I wrote down. I wrote down. He did 107 movies, most notably his last movie being one of his most famous ones. Uh, he was Grandpa Hugo in House of Thousand Corpses. Yes. And then, yes. Uh, you know, he's, you know, uh, he plays Curly. And then Len Lesnar plays Winters, who has 192 credits to his resume. So both uh you know both passed away here in uh, recent years but the, the len lesnar played uncle leo in fucking seinfeld so automatically <laughs> you're getting some great character actors and and somebody i got to mention too is the fellow that plays mac who has he's kind of more of a main character than either curly or winters he had only he only acted in three movies he did three movies this was his second he did one more movie in 76 bobby joe and the outlaw and that was it. It was the only three movies he ever did. And he's really pretty good. He's very natural. I don't know why he didn't act more. I I, I couldn't dig up anything on him. But, yeah, these are our three main mechanics and uh, more or less cowboys that work for Anna. Right. And, uh, and yeah, uh, Mac is great. I mean, they all, all three of them are, of course. But uh, I really Lester like Mac a lot. doesn't get used and... very much. He, he's, he's no, they could have used him. They could have used him more. Uh, he was no kind of he it. was kind of a wild card. He was a little crazy. I, I would like right. to see more from him. Right now, what what happens is they get bring the truck in, and now we see Anna. Now Anna's mama. She's the boss, and she's a night not another little hot, little saucy little redhead. And she and Anna. There's one thing you need to figure about Anna. Anna don't take no shit. Not only can Anna kick your ass, she's not afraid of a gun, and she knows how to drive a fucking truck. Yeah, like, and she drives a, she drives that uh, that truck several times herself. Yeah. I, I made a couple of uh, notes about that. Like a lot of the actors did a lot of their own stunts and had to yeah. learn how to drive a truck for the movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I mean, you could tell this wouldn't these guys are driving them. And, and she's uh, a well, pretty prolific actor too. I mean, not nearly. Oh yeah, as many credits <clears throat> as Fimple and Lesnar had. You know, she had acted in about thirty movies, to give or take. But she was in stuff like Police Woman, uh, General Hospital, uh, uh, Point of No Return, and that was her last movie in, in 93. But I remembered her right off the bat. I had to pause the movie and, and look it up, and I, I was actually right because I thought I recognized her. She was in uh, Kingdom of the Spiders, the William Shatner movie. Yes. But her name is uh, Liu, Liu, I think is how you pronounce her name, Liu. Right. Or just Liu, I think. Dressler. And she's great. She's got charisma to last for days, and she takes no shit from nobody. She really drives this movie. I mean, she is the she is the. I mean, I I mean, her character is is amazing, and I love it because they cut. They've got the truck there now, and they're gonna, you know, they're going over where they're gonna paint it pink. She's basically kind of working in her office, and uh, she's got like this closed circuit television where she's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's watching in color. 
next to her phone, like the old fashioned phones where you press the little square buttons, like when you're trying to get a hold of people. And, and uh, she's got, uh, you know, yeah, she's but she has some interesting clientele on her closed circuit TV. Right. She's going back and forth between these rooms and, and these guys laying on the bed and the different ladies that work for her and and the stupid shit they're saying. And, and it's funny, kind of funny because she's just kind of going back and forth. Kind of seeing what you know how the girls are but doing. She runs like, a type you know, shit, type right. Shit, you she's know, making she's, sure she's keeping okay. an eye, yeah, t- keeping an eye on all her girls that's working for her in the brothel, but also listening to all the stuff that the truckers are saying, so she knows right. what shipments to rob. So she's, she's smart. She's very smart. Exactly. She's got her pen out and she's making notes. Yeah, like she's yep. hearing about the one, the one truck with all the televisions and all this stuff. Now our buddies from the East Coast. Uh, waste no time. They're already there in the truck shop diner. They're they're kind of hanging out, smoking ciggies, and and hanging out with all the other truckers or eating dinner. And uh, they kind of they kind of make themselves known to Rose, um, who she's kind of like, you know, like she's she's not very discontent any. with with her station in life. She doesn't like working for Mama, right? And. It feels like they they there was a missing scene there where they were studying up on her because they already knew, like they right. they knew what was up with her, like and they tried to proposition her and she doesn't have it like quite so much at first. I love when she moves away from their booth and sits down at the counter and smashes her her breakfast, right? Because she says, "Would Jackie O eat a fucking chicken fried steak?" Right. No, and it slams the fucker down on the table, and then the dude just kind of sitting next to her and the other is like, like what the fuck her, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, and uh, I like it that all these ladies in there are all redheads. I love it. Uh, right, and, yeah, most uh, of them are. Yeah, most of them are. And uh, so basically, she slams the thing and she storms out. Uh, and we've got to, we're kind of going back and forth between cuts of the uh, Anna's 780. It's a truck terminal. And um, I'm assuming 7-80, that's the maybe the highway. I don't know. And, yeah, uh, I, I would just figured it was it probably signified the exit that they were ex- right, close right, to, yeah. you know, the 7080 exit or 780 right, exit. Right, right. So uh, homies painting the uh, thing pink and they're going back and forth. And there's a funny scene here where uh, Anna's talking to one of the one of the truckers. He's sitting there kind of puffing on a cigar and he's like, she's like, oh, you're like, oh, so what do you, you know, like basically letting him. Like he's letting her know with his eyes and the cigar, like he's looking for a, you know, he's looking a little for action. a little company. <laughs> and then there's a blonde lady uh, if I, uh, comes over and she makes a, she, uh, I don't know if she was the one later on in the movie or not. She makes some cool appearance, but uh, basically. Oh, um, Tr- Trish. Trish, that Trish? Yeah. yeah, I think that's Trish. Uh, yeah. yeah, played by Dolores Dorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, yeah. I made a note of that. That was Trish. Yep. And uh, so they're kind of basically we're just getting we're getting to know the customers. We're getting to know the ladies. It's basically they kind of hang out in there and then they set it up and then they go over to one of the little hotel rooms and uh, they they take care of them the guys. <laughs> so that's basically what's going on. Yeah. In the meantime, well, think, Anna's walking. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm just saying. Basically, and Anna's making the rounds. Like she knows trucks are coming in that they're going to you know maybe rob or whatever they're going to do i mean she's she you know she's always on the lookout for you know who the next score yeah the next score what's going to happen and then there's an elderly like a bit of an older lady uh with like kind of a big bouffant hairdo 
kind of a red hair. She's older. She she has a couple of scenes. I don't remember who her she is or her um, name. I don't remember she's, the she's, actress's name, but the character's name was Evelyn. The one with, with the yes. with the the big black rimmed glasses. Yeah, they, yeah. They get she's she's in there kind of and you know and and uh, it's just this is kind of a funny scene where they they're kind of cutting back and forth between Mac and the guys outside. They got the uh, uh, what's uh, the other guy? Um, what's um, do paint in it pink? Oh, uh, um, Curly and uh, Winter. Curly and Winter. Yeah, Winter. Is, Winter. Is, is, yeah, he's Winter's he's doing the paint job. Now they've got uh, we got Greece, our, our East Coast guys, Smith and Rusty. They're 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 kind of following. They're kind of following uh, uh, Rose around. They're trying to get her. They're kind of kind of they're kind of make. They're trying to get friends with her and kind of like hey well th- what they're doing is they're like as i always put it that they're sowing the seeds of discontent they know that she yes, is discontent exactly with, what, with is. what she, she's got going on right so they're good that's how they're going to drive a wedge in between her and her mother and take over everything now we got scenes now where we're getting the locals we got the scene with the local sheriff he's just, <laughs> he's just like he's sheriff. just like six foot five 380 pounds son of a bitch with a cigar it's like this son of a bitch he's uh, either your think... friend or your worst enemy this right, guy, right. Can, dude, this guy seems like, like such well he starts <laughs> off he seems like he's like on their side like he he knows Anna. and like they she rides in the car with him over to the brothel right and then like as he's running back and forth they, they hear some laughter and some hijinks going on outside he comes running out wearing nothing but his cowboy hat his boxers well, and boots well, chasing before the, we get there before we get there, when he pulls up, he's in there like a Chevy, uh, uh, a Chevy, um, ah, damn it. Um, oh, the fucking cop car. I'm having a hard time. Oh, not, not uh, a, a Caprice, I think. Uh, no, it's a Chevy, uh, oh, God damn it. Impala. Yeah, there you and, go. And uh, he, he pulls up in there. Now, this son of a bitch is so big, they're like waiting for him to get out of the car. Like his deputy standing next to, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, uh, to, uh, to Anna. This son of a bitch, he's got to back that caboose up and pour himself out of the door. He's a big son of a bitch. Well, I was laughing. Ro- I loved it. He's you know? not just a robust fella. He's tall. Like, he's, he's that's tall what I'm saying. He's like six five. I mean, he's big. He's not just fat. He's just a massive dude. But it's funny because yeah. Um, so we've we kind of got stuff going on here. We got I think with Trish. And then we meet a guy. What's his name in this again? He's got kind of a weird name. Uh, he's the guy in the oh um, the big. Uh, he's got Seago. the Seago. She, yeah, he's got that cut. porn that porn stash, and he's always right. kind of dressed like like a straight up cowboy. Right, he's got like the cowboy jacket kind of thing, and uh, he's kind of so what they're cutting back and forth between rooms and shit, and we're kind of saying, all right, there's a lot of there's all kinds of sub stories going on here. Shit. Yeah, and, everybody's got an angle. Everybody's got an angle in this, movie. In the, and everybody's in the middle of doing something. Like you know, they're working on these things. So now Trish. So what do we got? We got Trish and uh, Anna. They're outside now. The sheriff, he's inside <laughs> with uh, with um, uh, a very lovely lady. It's it. It's it. Uh, oh, I think it was her name was Madeline or Maddie or Madeline. I think. I don't remember her name in it. Uh, but anyway, she's wearing well, one, one, one of Anna's girls. We'll just call her yeah. one of Anna's girls. And that's the one you're talking about where she goes running outside. Like, I think she's just playing around, but it looks like he's really chasing her. Yeah, they're and, just, uh, I think they're, they're, they're just merely they're playing cat and mouse. And yeah, they're just role and he's, playing. He's trying, he's in his boxers, but he's got his, he's got his service belt on. 
Yeah, yeah. He, he's wearing nothing but, like, the boxers, his hat, his boots, but he's still got the service belt with the, like, revolver on it and the, like, the handcuffs. So he playfully handcuffs her and, like, ooh, I'm going to take you in, little missy. And it's, like, right. obviously just playing around, role-playing yeah, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Time. But she's, like, I think she's, like, I think she has maybe panties on, but she's she's pretty naked. I mean, she's, and uh, yeah, so she's, she's not got wearing. He's not wearing much more than she is. <laughs> no, and she, they're out in the parking lot. You know, this is happening in the parking lot, not in the room. So he takes her back into the room. We go back to Anna, and she's. We're finding out that these two. Um, I keep forgetting his name. Sidu, Sigo, 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 not Sidu, Sigo. Yeah. Which he's kind of a. He's kind of like a blonde Charles Bronson looking guy. Yeah, and, he uh, kind of looks like a cross between Charles Bronson and Clint Eastwood if they if they got together and yeah. had a baby. <laughs> and uh, they obviously have like some history because they're going on about different shit. And he's got an angle going on where he's trying to get her involved. And, but he's uh, also sick. And, they never yeah, play on like they, what he has, like if he's got emphysema or he's got cancer, he's got something they wrong. The, right, they show the a long coughing spell where he's like coughing into a napkin like overly a little bit too much. Like, okay. We're we're supposed to know he's got something wrong with him, right? Because yeah. it happens several times during the movie where he gets these little coughing fits. He'll take a drink or he'll take a smoke or something. I was kind of like it, it made me re- remember like Val Kilmer's uh, like uh, performance in Tombstone as Doc Holliday. Like no matter what, he takes a drink, he takes a smoke, and it just results in a horrible coughing fit. Right. So we're so yeah. I get like just part of his character development. Like he's 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 ill and he's on his he's something's bad happening to him so they never, they so, never play upon it too heavily they never make it like a right they don't do the thing where the the blood in the napkin cough or like oh now we know he's sick he coughed blood up into it they never go there but he's obviously there's something going on this movie well the movie like i said earlier it's very efficient it never slows down enough to to waste time no shit like that because it's got yeah. it's got other shit to do <laughs> yeah well, that, they go back into the thing. I got a quick little scene where the sheriff's got the hot, the hottie up against the wall. He's kind of slapping her ass a little bit, you know, and like she's kind of <laughs> laughing. And then she lays down on the bed and he's like, <laughs> you know, he's now cre- the, sheriff's creepy. Sheriff's he's pretty creepy. creepy. And uh, you can just imagine that big slob on top of you. And yeah. uh, and anyway, so so she so but then that's all they show of that. Uh, we just they do the you know, we get the, the boobs. And then, so if we, I don't think we want to see much more on that scene, but no. they fucking, uh, but they move on. And then they're, they go, uh, they're back out now. They've got, they've got some shit going on between fucking like Mac and, uh, and Winter get into it. Well, Mac was working on that little Model T hot rod. Right, right. He, he, he was polishing it up and kind of like, you know, cleaning it up and, uh, winter backs up uh, the the next truck and oh, it you know, almost like, hits it, it. Yeah, it almost hits the car and almost hits Mac. Like it's within like a foot, like right, the, like uh, hitting them. And then they get into like a really kind of lazy fist fight. They can just kind of have it out a little bit and whatnot. So then Curly's got to come out and you know he's you know he's got to like break up the fight and whatnot. You know between the the two of them and just kind of you know just. They basically kind of laugh it off. Yeah, it's like, you know, we got work to do, guys. You ain't got no time for this shit. Right, right. So they go back inside. Now uh, we got Anna. She can see the truck's been painted pink. 
And, and she uh, doesn't like kinda, that. No, she's <laughs> not happy with that. Uh, and they're kind of, you know, it's not a big deal, but she's not too happy. But what she is uh, happy about is the fact that it's got 257. I counted it. But I wrote right. it down. 257 Col- color TVs that they're color sell. TVs in the back of it. Now we've got our uh, our East Coast, the Mafia fellers. Uh, they come they come kind of strolling on in, and she's not happy about that either. And uh, we got our we got they're basically going back and forth. Um, and I think is this the scene where he's gonna. Where Smith basically he's gonna basically steal the TVs. Yeah, they come what up happens? and he's like, "Oh, we got a manifest here. We're here for the TVs," and they start right. to try to take them. Right. And she's uh, straight up uh, the guy Maury from the beginning that got shot up is not dead yet. He, although he's been shot six times point blank, he's not dead yet. He's only because they said half dead and like on his deathbed. Right. But, like. And she immediately says, she's like, I don't know anything about this. And she, they hand over the manifest. And she's like, hey, this ain't even Maury's handwriting. Right. You know, and it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. And they just go to start to take the, the, uh, they the back a truck up. up. They yeah. back another truck up and they put like a, 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 a walkway thing between like a the ramp, two trucks. Like a wooden like ramp. Like a ramp. Yeah, that's it. And then so it's like they're going to just start taking the TVs and she's not having any of it. This is where Anna. Well, like, and then they, I love it because they pull. Uh, I think it's Rusty, or is, no? It's uh, actually. I think Smith actually pulls the gun this time because he's got that little snub right. nose. But you know, she had already kind of like looked at Curly and just kind of like made a motion with her eyes, just like, "Hey, like you know, some shit's going to go down here." So right. then Curly and Mac pull out guns. We're need backup. Just, you, yeah. you realize that these, you know, these people may be country yokels, but but they're ready. They're ready for right. business with these uh, mafioso guys. So they get into it. Mac, uh, fucking uh, Rusty grabs Anna. Mac gives uh, gives Rusty the little chop on the back, you know, like you know, and <laughs> judo chop, <laughs> a little judo chop, knocks him down. And then uh, fucking Smith pulls out the pea shooter. And then we've got fucking um, we got uh, uh, it's uh, cur- um, curly. Curly, yeah. Yeah, I'm he sorry. pulls out that Curly old comes Western up. Style yeah, he, 40, Colt yeah he comes out with his fucking full on oh, deal, comes up underneath him and points the gun up at uh, Smith. Who's standing <laughs> yeah, literally up on that pointing ramp. it like pointing it right at their balls. Right. It's like, you ain't going nowhere. You ain't taking this, you ain't taking this cargo anywhere. So they basically chase these fools away. And then uh, where we go from there? I'm, I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> oh, no. Well, Rose goes along with Smith and Rusty. They managed to co- coerce her pretty easily to go along with them. And I think the next scene is when um, Rose is with Smith in the bedroom and they're getting ready for some, you know, some hanky panky. And this is where I wrote down as the creepiest line in the movie, given the implications of it. Like they're, they're, you know, they're, uh, Smith is trying to talk her into taking over the establishment, how we need to move Anna out, uh, out of her position. You know, you need to take over. And she's getting all lovey-dovey with him. And she has, the, like I said, the creepiest line in the uh, ever, followed by the creepiest scene ever. Now, I'm going to get into this. The line is, I'm going to show you some of the only good tricks my mama ever taught me. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Oh, that's when they're all driving in the in the truck. Uh, the yeah, car. they're driving to the yeah, truck back in the car yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they get to the bedroom. Then she pulls the moves on them and start. They start making out in the bed. And then the camera pans over, and Smith's guy Rusty is watching them. Oh, this is, on the oh my god, this is so the funny. nasty candy bar. It, and it just 
I don't know what it is. I don't want to know what it is, but he's chewing on it and he's kind of moving around his, his lips and just kind of fumbling around with it with his mouth. He's just kind of chewing it and almost drops it out of his he, mouth a couple times. He, it, it looks like a chewed up poodle turd. It's so gross. It's not, it's like he's he himself is also climaxing while watching them while he's eating a Milky Way. Yeah, like, it's like, really it's like, weird. It's, very it's weird. super, and super creepy. I, I wish the people could hear the music right now. It's the weirdest fucking soundtrack right here. I don't know what the fuck they're playing here, if you made a note of that. It is the weirdest music. It's fucking weird, dude. It's, it's just, I just started laughing. It was so, it's just so corny. I, I wish, yeah. oh, I wish I could imitate it. It's, it's like, uh, I, I wish I could can't... too, but I'm not, I'm not going to attempt it. <laughs> I did make a note about what it's, it's not until a sequence several scenes later, but I made a mute, uh, a comment uh, or a note about the music. They said that music is the song during the montage. When it's called Hello, I'm a Truck is the name of the song. Oh, yeah. Hello, I'm a Truck. <laughs> Which is a trucker song from the point of view of the trucks of themselves. The trucks. Yes, that's classic. Now, that's not this scene. That's another no, scene. No, that's, that, that's, right. that's a couple scenes but, later. That's like two yeah, scenes. Yeah, but yeah, they have a scene. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm a truck. <laughs> oh, I'm a truck. Without yeah, a truck driver, yeah. I'd be nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'd like, be nothing uh, without like, us. Weird. There'd be right. no truck drivers without us trucks. You know, uh, oh, right. that's, it's, it's, <laughs> that's oh. great. So anyway, yeah, this scene. So, so Rusty's filleting this candy bar. He's watching them have sex. It's fucking weird scene. It's funny. It's corny. It's funny. Music, it's laugh out loud, it's, it's, like it's laugh out funny. loud, funny. Because I that's exactly what I did. I laughed out loud. And uh, and then now we're back with um, we're back in town. They go into town, uh, Mac, and. Uh, and uh, why can't I fucking remember his damn name? Mac and um, Curly, they oh, go into town, and they're in the they're in the pink truck now. I'm not really sure why they're in town, but they're going to do so, they're up to something. And and I'm then the sheriff's they were wait supposed to be picking up some sort of cargo that they were going to be moving. But uh, it's never no, no, really we, like, you know what I mean? Like uh, explained what they're grabbing unless it's they're you know supposed to be you know grabbing more TVs or more cargo or whatnot. But yeah, they get, uh, they, they get set up by the cops, by the sheriff. Well, it's a weird scene because the cops are kind of standing by their car, which is sandwiched between another truck. And all of a sudden big, big fella, the sheriff, six foot five behemoth and his buddy, they come running out like, you know, like to the truck and like try to grab and get on the truck. And it's like, it's, <laughs> right. just, a, it's just a weird scene. Like dude, that big, like bro, up to a truck on foot anyway especially not that motherfucker right and it's weird because now they're kind of cat and mousing it back and forth like the truck's kind of whipping a u-turn and then the cop whips a u-turn and then the truck they go oh let's show him and then they whack into a parked car with a guy sleeping in it and they kind of mash the car and then they go up and it's just kind of like so then uh he lets uh curly out curly jumps into this white truck which might have been the truck they were going to steal in from the get-go i'm not really sure and yeah, now, it's never so quite explained, but uh, yeah. They're, they're still in town, and now the sheriff's kind of going back between the pink truck, the white truck. They're kind of, they keep showing like the same scene. Like they, they, like it's like they, the truck kind of slides sideways and then it whips a U turn and then they go to the other. They, they, they show that same car. shot at least twice. Right, right. And then they show <laughs> the cop car. He does another U turn. So they're kind of going back and forth. They end up like whacking, like you think, like you said earlier, it seems like these guys were friends. But like now they're hitting the cop car with the trucks, 
and the and the sheriff's like standing by a storefront, like, oh, ah, you know, like you know they're hitting their car, you know, it's like, yeah. what's going on here, you know, like, uh, well, yeah, because he runs out of the the, the, the he runs <laughs> out of the car because he realized what's fuck's gonna happen, he's gonna get Tebow, right. and then he's just shaking his head like. Oh, damn it. You know, like them damn, them damn Duke boys. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> those Luke boys, Duke boys. And, uh, and, um, so they're back. Now, where are we at now? So now we're, we're, well, the next scene is, uh, with uh, Anna and Sego again. And we get the kind of the idea that, again, he isn't doing so well. She meets up with him to talk some business and he's, you know, everybody in this movie is always drinking or smoking. They're always oh, smoking yeah. and they always got a bottle. So they're just kind of drinking, smoking, talking business. And you get right. the idea that he, he, you get the idea he's not long in this world, you know, that he, he's going to be dying soon. Right. And that's when we get to that, that sequence where it's just a big montage of trucks all across the country, just driving here and there. We got the the girl that's hitchhiking that just trying to hitchhike and so she doesn't get a ride so she just strips nude then she definitely gets a ride. But I, I like how the, the the sequence is done because it's done to that weird "Hello, I'm a Truck" song. Yeah, but it's done with uh, mostly with pictures. Like they did it with snapshots and edited them together. They're they're, they're showing like actual I don't know if they're actual truckers but they're showing truckers like just kind of looking at the camera and smiling. Like, uh, and they're showing like a montage of these guys just kind of like, hey, like looking at this camera. And then they're showing the girl. She opens up her top, closes the top, another from a different angle, opens the top, closes her top. And she's like, I guess we're supposed to think, I guess she's hitchhiking all over the country. And we're seeing like a, a truck going one way and then another quick edit of a truck going another way and then another ed truck going another way. And then it's it's, a, it's like a it's almost like a music video. Yeah, that they put, yeah. They they put in this thing for that truck song. I'm a truck, and so so we get that, and it's going again. So it's kind of funny. It's just kind of a funny moment. This is an, uh, an interlude. Is this to break yeah. up the the action because it ends off with them at the uh, the well. We forgot to mention that in the middle of all this, Smith and Rusty got their own truck stop called the Sheriff Stop. The Sheriff's oh, yes. truck stop. Right. Right, right, it right. ends off there with uh, Anna going after her daughter, going after Rose, who is just there in like a two-piece bikini playing pool with a bunch of other like uh, delinquents. And like they have a bit of an argument, but Rose doesn't waste any time. She punches Anna straight in the face and knocks her right the fuck out. <laughs> I'm like, that's yeah, like it, one punch. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool because it's... Uh... It's it's like everybody's standing around and like she, like yes I mean she basically just goes in there to whoop ass like nobody's gonna like nobody's gonna fuck with her and and, no, and, no. and when she and when she sm- punches Rose she just picks her up and walks out of there with her like yep, over her just shoulder throws her right over her shoulder I mean and it's like it's a great scene because like nobody's challenging her like what are you doing with her what are you doing like nobody's gonna fuck with her she's got the pool cue and like she's like ah yeah and everybody's another girl the other girls are running out and all the guys are standing in the back. Like, like we don't want a piece it. of this action. Like, I ain't, I ain't fucking with her. I, I ain't messing with her. Fuck you. You know? And, and then we so, get putting yeah, up the uh, car chase or truck chase. Because they, they go to escape in their truck. Or not escape yeah. in their truck. But I think she's got, uh, was it oh, was it Mac driving or Mac or Curly? I can't remember. I think it was Mac. Uh, it's Mac driving. And she's, yeah, it's Mac's driving. And they're being chased by Rusty. 
Rusty's got his truck and, uh, and he's, uh, he looks anything but a trucker, but he's, he's blazing around in this truck and he's, he's coming up on him. I mean, he's trying to, he's, he's, and so they're trying to get away. It's a pretty wicked scene because it's, it's, it's a good, you know, it's a good chase scene. It's trucks, you know, they're really going for it. And, uh, and they're on these like little desert highways, which are a great place to film. I mean, fucking, and, uh, and they come upon, they're, they're basically trying to get away. And then, uh, from them and then uh rusty loses his brakes we see like he's trying to he's yeah he like, gets step, a, he's stepping on the brake and we see the air warning light the air brake yep, warning no light air on. and he's got and no so, air so he fails on that fucking truck they show a clip of like some young lovers off to the side like you know making out <laughs> under a tree Just or randomly banging random naked right, on the, out uh, there, side of the road and uh so uh rusty yeah, this is a pretty good scene. Rusty has to get the fuck out of that truck. So he jumps out, and then this is like a scene out of duel. It's like fucking Rusty jumps out, and they they really wreck a truck. Yeah, I they mean, drive they, it right over the edge of that cliff and it rolls on down. It goes shooting over the side of a fucking hill and it goes crashing to the bottom. But this is really funny because Rusty, just being the prick he is, they don't stop there. The kids the kid, obviously, the, the teenagers or young lovers in their 20s, I don't know what it is, but he's trying to pull up his pants and she's standing there, you know, in her panties, like, oh, what do we got? You're like, what? And well, yeah, Russ, when his truck goes over the edge, over that cliff, it, he, it passes that, like, little Alfa Romero or Romero right. or whatever it is, a little red sp- sports car. It narrowly misses that sports right. car by, like, inches. But what I like is Rusty. Goes, walks over like fuck it, and he and he basically grabs a hold of the fucking little sports car, and has you know Rusty rolls it off the side. So we've got now we've got two, you know they use that they use that that cliff twice, and they roll this. They didn't have to do the sports car scene, but they wreck a sports car, and I go, buddy, that's cool. And so the kids, they're not doing anything, but they're just like, what? They're freaking out, and the Rusty just kind of laughs. Rusty just kind of laughs and walks away. You know, and I want to know, yeah. like, was the car not in park? Like, he was able to push it over the edge of the cliff pretty like, easy. He went over the bumper, basically just pushes it. Like, it's that he didn't even go in the car and like take it and put it out of gear. He doesn't take the brake off, handbrake. He just rolls. <laughs> right. He just rolls the son of a bitch off. You know, and uh, and you know, and it's so. I, don't know, I just thought it was funny, like production value, like. You know, this isn't like a huge budget movie, and they crash it. They take a semi and wreck it, and a sports car. <laughs> well, you just yeah, noticed though cool. that the sports car had no headlights; that the headlight assembly were completely yeah, empty when it went over the edge. Junk. Yeah, I'm sure it was just some junkyard thing they bought, and all it needed to do was roll. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny that you go through that. It's just you know enough of that to, to, you know what I mean? I mean, the truck is big enough, you know. Yeah. Like, but then you know they throw a little, they throw a little extra little thing on there. Which I thought was it's one funny. of the only times in in uh, movie history when you see a couple of cars go over the edge like that, roll on down the ravine, and don't explode into a rust, big old like flaming fireball right. at the end. <laughs> right. So like we got enough money to wreck these cars, we don't got enough. Let's see where are we at now. So we go back. Who who got? They they well, go back uh, to the. Tr- we're back at the truck stop. Yeah. They, well, it. You're talking about the death scene that comes up next? Yeah. They, yeah, they that's got back, Chuck. They, 
Yeah. Okay. That, um, I'm trying to remember what happened there. What they? Well, he's, wasn't he's, the guy? He was underneath the, the car, truck. working a car. Yeah, yeah he, he, that's the guy that was in the. Yeah, that's Chuck. He, that's they, the guy he that did, was in the diner when Rose. When, she, when Rose slammed down her her thing, yeah. So she's laying there, and uh, I mean, he's working on a car, and and we recognize. Remember the ring. The ring will tell us later who this guy is, but it's basically. Yeah, I made a note out. of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they, it's, oh, it, they, he dies horribly. It's not right. like horribly graphic, he, he, but you know, you see him like, you know, the, the hand, he, he lets, the ring pulls that lever. He pulls the lever and that car that's on the rack comes down on top of Chuck and crushes him. So he, he, he and it kills was a him. dangerous stunt because that actor was laying underneath there as it's coming down by yeah. him slowly. Like that was, that made my heart flutter a little bit because I'm like, wait a minute there. I, I'd definitely be like, hey, you need some jacks on the other side of this thing to stop this fucker in case it doesn't stop. And uh, and something to pull me out of here. But yeah, like, that, that so, was yeah. a classic 70s stunts right right there. <laughs> right, yeah. Gonna, we're going to do this, and then you you get out the last second. So, so anyway, so... Well, everything would be fine as long as you roll out of the way, sir. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, just don't let the yeah really don't let the bullet hit you. You just gotta turn a little bit this way, and uh, <laughs> the and uh, so anyway, so they they basically take him in the back. They throw him. They they it's uh, Curly and Mac. They 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 carry his body. They Anna gives them the order, and they they go dump him in a, like a wooden box in the back there in the store. Yeah, they're gonna yeah they're oil. gonna go and supposed to go and bury him someplace uh, later, but right. Oh, this one we get with we get the poor poor Winters is is hanging there next to all the uh, the coveralls. He's sitting there hanging. It looks like he's got a serpentine belt wrapped around his neck, and he's right. just hanging. It's they don't hanging notice there. him at first. It's actually oh, no. Curly notices him, and he kind of looks over, and yeah, you see him. He's and Winters is yeah. They got him hanging. That's kind of gruesome. He's just kind of there. And uh, Mac isn't phase though, because Mac didn't like Winters, and he just looks at him. He looks kind of sad at, for a second, but then he he says something to the effect like, "Ah, sirs, you're right, you old bastard." Right. Like, wow, that was kind of harsh. That was a little right. Harsh. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, yeah, we didn't get much of Winters. He he wasn't in this much. Uh, I like uh, you know, old Leo, but you know, not everybody can make it. Not in these kind of movies. Right. So now we're kind of going back. We're kind of going back and forth now. I think we got some more shots of. Uh, we're back at the di- uh, We're back at the, uh, the truck stop. Uh, and there's a red-haired lady. She's in with uh, one of the other guys, uh, like one of the other truckers. He's got a knife in his hand. He's picking his nails and she's talking stuff. I don't remember who he was. Um, I think and, it was just uh, a random trucker that they were. Yeah, I think to. they were just showing a. At first, I thought it was what's his face. Spigo, or whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, Sego. Yeah, it, it, it looks like Sego without. But the then I noticed he didn't have a mustache. Like, oh, that's not him. Let's see, because at first I thought it was him. But they're in now. They go to a room. They've got. I'm. I'm uh, they've got. Uh, they got Smith. Now they're back. I guess at the other truck stop. Yeah, the sheriff's Smith truck is, stop. Yeah, Smith. the sheriff's yeah. Smiths. He's in there, and uh, he bought a dress um, for Rose, and she's putting that on. He's kind of talking to her. And they're talking, and uh, and uh, yeah, she kind of flip flops in, in this very easily. You never quite know if she's playing an angle on Smith or she's playing an right. angle on her mother. You never quite know, but I, I like that they kind of kept you guessing there. Right. 
Yeah, you don't really know, know her game so much on this, like uh, you know, and uh, even until that very final scene, which we won't ruin right. quite yet. We'll, right, we'll right. ruin it later for you, folks. We'll ruin it later for you. So they're going on, they're going on, and now we're going back to we've got, um, we're we're back with uh, with uh, with uh, Anne, Anna rather, Anna and uh, Sego, and uh, they're they're he, I think he's still going on about this deal that he's setting up, and I I still. Don't a hundred percent kind of get like I don't know what's what's gonna happen I don't know they, but he's yeah, you know they're going over they go over up like a percentage thing they're making yeah, a deal they're gonna, they're gonna go make 50, it 50 50, 50, 50 they, but they never really quite say what the yeah like what's what really gonna happen like what is this deal like what are they doing I think maybe it could have been in the story but I don't know it's just sort of like I, an ongoing I bet thing it wasn't that, it was they played it very loose with the script you I mean right very very loose and. They don't really expand upon like what the cargo is. You don't really even right. kind of find out until it happens, until it actually like you know the 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 heist takes place. Now we're back. We got another scene now, where they're going to do another truck heist. So we got our ladies out there. Rose and um, Tina back at it again. They're, they're, See, that's why I, I I meant where you don't quite notice or not don't quite know which side she's on because like one moment she's with Smith, you know, and she's trying on a dress and talking about how she's going to double cross her mom. But then she's like pulling off a job with, right. She's pulling off a job for her mom. (laughs) Like, I know it's kind of weird. It's like she's playing both sides, you know? Right. Like she's still got a job. I still got to help my mom. So I'll be back later, Smith. (laughs) I I got this. Yeah. I got, you know, shit I got to do for my mom. So anyway, so they do that. They steal the truck. Um, and then you finally see a guy pull off in that that the decoy car that they had the hoods up with, and he pulls off. We find out a little bit about him here because he he gets in the truck now and he's driving the truck. And this is where we kind of see it's like uh, it kind of goes back and forth. We're doing the cut back and forth between uh, uh, Sego and Anna, and uh, you know they're kind of forging their deal and they're kind of they're they're in this room together. And this is where we notice they do the thing where he's going to, she's not feeling too hot. He's massaging her neck and her back. And then when they do a close up on the hand and we see the ring and that ring was the same ring that was on the hand of the guy that had the wrench or whatever they hit Chuck. So now we know yep. that we know Seagull a, is a bad guy. You know, he's, yep. a, I mean, they're all bad. They're all bad guys, but he's not, he's not Anna's bad guy. You know, like you can't yep. trust him. So they gave that, they gave that to us. Uh, they've got the truck that they heist. We got Rose runs into uh, uh, runs into the gas station. She's doing something. The guy that that was driving the truck, he's out there, and 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 Rusty's like, "Hey, you know, look, you know, you got a bad tire here." And so the guy gets out to look. Rusty's it pulls out his little pea shooter with a silencer on it, and he gives the guy a couple of slugs to the chest, kind of. Kind of anticlimactic death scene there. He doesn't really do much. He kind of shoots him and runs back. And I think we got a couple of red dots on the chest. There's nothing really going oh, on. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like not they much, didn't really not much blood. They got they, they didn't like, they really care about a crayon, right? We, they didn't. We get our a ketchup second packet. You know, and uh, we get our second candy bar eating scene because the guy had a candy bar in his hand. So when he falls down dead, he pries the candy bar out of the guy's hand and starts munching on it again. And right. kind of fumbling around with his food in his mouth in a weird sort of way that I can't. Oh, it's so yeah. unnerving. It, it's the weirdest it thing back. about this movie. 
he comes back and he's now he's got and Rose is kind of like she's not really put off the fact that this guy just got killed. Uh, you know, it's kind of like you know she's not really doesn't seem too upset. Uh, and uh, and Smith's kind of ex- uh, explaining it to her, and yeah, we've got Rusty chewing on this candy bar, kind of like like a big chunk of it hanging off his teeth and his lips, and he's kind of putting it in and out of his mouth, and part of it's dropping off. Like it's oh, obvious, yeah. it's obviously they want him to, like they told him to fuck with this candy bar and make it, you know, because he's like just, you it's know, a like, weird character trait and aesthetic to try to right. pull off in a movie. <laughs> So I can't imagine how that production meeting or that that meeting went down. Like, listen, this is what we want you to, to your character trait to have. Hey. I guess I, I don't remember whose place this is, but Anna or whatever. But they're in this some they're in this room, and uh, uh, Sego and her are having drinks. They're still kind of they're kind of. They look like they're getting ready to. Uh, well, they I guess they assume because we see later that they've already made love or maybe they're going to make love. I'm not really sure. Well, but the, the uh, one but, scene they're they're dressing as it does a white cut later. They're half undressed, getting dressed. So I mean, it kind of through the time lapse thing that you, you're led to believe that they got busy. Now this is funny scene because you've got you've got Curly. He's in a restaurant. He's back, I mean, at the back of the team, uh, the, the truck stop, and he's, like, taking a drink of, you know, some clear-colored tequila, biting a lime, pouring, like, just sprinkling salt on his tongue. And he's got a napkin, and he's writing, like, who died and who's alive. So he's got, he's got Chuck, Winter, dead, and then alive, and he's got Mac, Ed, and then he writes me for his own name. And then that girl, <laughs> lady, Evelyn or whatever, tells him that, that, uh, um, who just got killed? Um, I think it was. I think it was Ed, because he wrote. Ed, his, he had him. He had Ed written down as being right, alive. Ed, yeah, he crosses. Things. He crosses Ed's name out and then writes Ed on the dead side. <laughs> so <laughs> I know it's great. Yeah, it's like just silly shit that's funny. So um, you know, so so uh, Curly's just all like, you know, he doesn't know. He's besides himself. He doesn't know what to do. Like, you know, like he's got all this like. Look, it's right here, Mac. You know, like everything's on the napkin. Like, you know, here's what's going on. Who's dead? Who's alive? And he's just like, yeah, Mac don't really want to hear any of it. He don't yeah, want to hear fuck. none of it. Whatever, you know. Yeah, you know, like, fuck, shut up, really. So they get well, up. Curly's kind of, uh, he's a bit of a whiner. And that, that's kind of his character trait is whining and always threatening to quit, but he never quite goes through with it. Right, right. So, uh, so now they've got a, um, they they they're I, I, they're they're planning on another heist. There's a bathroom and there's a cattle truck and there's an old trucker dude. I don't remember what his name oh, is. Oh, Billy. Billy. He's got a box <laughs> booze with him and he's in there gonna take a piss, but he's more concerned about you know getting this whiskey down his neck. Well, and yeah, it's, it's really awkward because like not only is, he sets the bottle on the urinal and it's like right. anytime I see anybody in a movie or in real life eating or drinking something while they're like taking a whiz <laughs> or doing a number two, it just makes me go. Yeah, it's really, you know, but yeah, it's, it's things that make you go. Bleh. Right. It, so anyway, it's pretty funny scene. He's talking and he's getting a napkin and didn't look like he actually took a piss. He, he never had time to. I don't think he ever got a chance to. He's trying to get a napkin out of the napkin dispenser, which I agree with. They never work. 
you know, we can get somebody on the moon, but we can't get a fucking napkin, a t- paper towel dispenser to, to dispense towels. And uh, <laughs> so he's, right. pulling, he's pulling some out of there. And uh, so fucking Gwinter's, I mean, I'm sorry, Curly's in there, like, telling him what's going on. He basically pulls a gun on him, and it's kind of like, what you doing with that? What are you doing? He goes, I got my orders, man. I got my papers. And so he's going, well, you know, if you got an order, you know, like, he's going along with it. So they make, he doesn't want to kill this old timer, his buddy. No, so he, he, just wants to, he just wants to steal his shit. What's That's the it. truck? So he makes it look like he got taken. So he ties him up. He, goes, I mean, he ties him up to the urinal. And the weirdest. The booze like, scene. He wants his booze. He wants his booze. So he sets it just within reach to the point where he's tied up that he, he can't quite pour it into right. his mouth. And he's uh, pouring it all over his shirt. like like, And then he, he, he manages to get his mouth finally up to it to barely get a little bit on his lip and it's just like he's just kind of like uh, uh, I, w- I wanted them to learn more about the billy character because that, that's pretty right. much the only scene we get him in but he's he's a funny old timer i i think they they could have used him a little bit i because I, I liked him i thought he was cool i thought he had a cool voice this is me and demeanor yeah i thought he was cool he was again cool another guy that uh, when i was looking up i didn't write his name down but he had only done three movies another guy that oh was, okay yeah so they got the cattle truck now, and uh, I guess this cattle truck, I guess we find out, this, this, this cattle truck's got stuff hidden under the baseboards of the trailer. Yeah, because you think that the big job is that they're supposed to be stealing cattle, and then you realize right. that there's there's something else being, there's like... They're smuggling stuff in these little metal, like, lo- like little metal military, like... Almost like ammunition lockers. Yeah, yeah, they're that's like what little, they are. Yeah, 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 and uh, and uh, so they kind of they're pulling they're outside in the desert there off a little highway, uh, so as not to be seen. They've got a big tarp that they're going to cover this trailer with um, to kind of make it look like something else is going on. But basically, they're going to go in there and they're going to they're they're trying to figure out what's going on and where this stuff is hidden, and then they start pulling up these little baseboards. Wow, there's cattle in it. There's cattle still in it. They're moving yeah, them the around. cattle's still in it, and they have to dig through the cow shit to get to it. <laughs> to get to it, which is what they're doing. So well, they've got and, and it car- looked like it was jewelry. Like it was various like stolen yeah. jewels and necklaces and rings. Yeah, and necklaces stuff. and shit that just been inside these things, and they they're pulling them up. And they've got this tarp. Um, they got this tarp around everything now, so they they're um, they're going through that, and. Uh, was it? Oh, she's finding uh, Anna's pulling stuff out of this thing, and they're all getting pretty excited about what they're finding. Because this is the scene. This is a pretty cool scene for with Anna. Um, well, they, she I, fi- well not only does she find the, the they find the jewels, but they fi- find that uh, handkerchief of, of Seagull. Yes, so she Seagull, finally realizes yes, that's another clue, and she realized. Like, where did you get that? Oh, I found it in the garage. And it's like, so they realize that's where she realizes that Seagull's not who he says he is. And so she gets in, she decides, she gets in the truck and she's going, she's going wherever she's going. I can't remember what she was headed to, but it's got on the side painted some Mary's cattle, something. Mary's steer manure. (laughs) Mary's steer manure. So she's driving by herself. The other guys are in the, um, they're, uh, the, they, they're in they that got little, the hot rod there. Yeah, that little Model T Ford. And, mm-hmm, yeah. Man, that, that car is sweet. Yeah, sweet. Now we got, she's by herself, and now we've got the old Lincoln Continental. 
with the suicide doors. We've got uh, Sego and some other schmuck, and they're coming up on her, and they're kind of like, you know, like being pretty aggressive with her, trying to get her to pull over, and she's not listening. She's not having it. Well, I'm like, it, what what are you going to do unless you overtake the truck, which Sego eventually, like, does? Like, right. What what are you gonna do with that that Lincoln? I mean, I love me a Lincoln, but it ain't no match for a semi truck. Right, right. That truck's got no, gonna have no problem. And uh, but in the back seat, she could see she looks down in there. There's a couple of big shot uh, machine guns or something in there. See, a Seago jumps out, which I thought was kind of weird. He jumps out on the driver's side and climbs over the car instead of coming out the passenger side. But he goes out the driver's side, climbs over the top of the car, and then he climbs up onto the on the roof of the truck, uh, the side of the truck, and starts making his way to the cab. And obviously, the truck's driving real slow. You can see it. But it's a cool stunt. He yeah, it's, still, there it's and, still a pretty good stunt. Right. He pops in through the passenger window. Now, they're going at a regular speed, like, you know, like, and he's got, like, his pistol, and he's giving her the business, like, you know, and uh, telling her what, you know, uh, and how, so he's how shit's going to go down. Right. This is how it is. And, the, you know, and basically the, you know, it's, it's over, you know, he's taking this truck and that's all there's to it. Because Mac was driving back with uh, Rose, who you always got the idea that he was sweet yeah. on her. You yeah. Know, but she plays it off on him like that. They, that she didn't want to ride around in that car any longer until she had a bath. So he comes in while she's getting dressed. Oh, they're, they're back in that got, little roadside hotel, right? Yeah. Well, I, this is why I made the note where um, Matt comes in with a bucket of po- post-coital KFC. Right. He's like, you want some of this chicken? It's real good. <laughs> it was this one right. It's like, who does that? Who who, who has a post-coital right. bucket of fried chicken? I mean, I'm, I, I don't know. But then it comes back. And it's a brief scene. You get the idea that, I mean, she undresses again in front of uh, Mac and that she's going to well, seduce him. Well, they may not have had it had sex yet because she wanted to stop and get a bath before they right. before she got back in. So he's got the chicken because she does come over. She wants some information out of him, and then she basically drops the towel and climbs up on top of him while he's smacking on some chicken. And, and uh, then it and, cuts. It does and cut. then it cuts. So this is where they 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 have their little moment. And well, this uh, is probably this scene coming up is my favorite scene. This is what I call the the don't fuck with Anna scene. Ah, uh, yes. Her, they take her into the back of the truck, uh, Sego, and his dude, his the guy right. who never really has a name. It's just his kind of sidekick, his you know his right hand man. And they take her into the back of the truck where the cattle is still at, and they start they pull up the baseboards and they start looking into the the ammo canisters. And he's got a gun on her, and she hands him the like uh, the handkerchief, so she you know knows you know she lets him know right. that like I she lets him you. know she knows what's up, right? Which is really kind of weird timing to do that because like he's got the gun on her, and this had this whole right. sequence is obvious, but it it but I love when he gets distracted, she knocks the gun out of his hands, knocks him for a loop, punches the shit out of him, and right. then. Shoots the gun up, uh, you know, as she's climbing out the back of the uh, the truck. She shoots the gun up in the air, locks the the back of the truck up, so they're locked in right. there with the cattle. The cattle's going nuts, and she's shooting the gun into the air and riling them all up till they get trampled. To right, death. they're basically they're basically getting trampled in a stampede that's taking place in the back of a of a cattle truck. They've got yeah, nowhere which to again, go. Which again had to be dangerous, another dangerous stunt to try to pull right. up and not get hurt. I mean, now, there's a lot of dangerous stunts going on in this. And he's looking through the slats like, please, Anna, please. And he's all bloody. 
and she's laughing and firing the gun in the air, which is making the cattle more wild. Yep. Do Stop not the fuck shit with out Anna. So she gets back in the truck and takes off. Now they're dead in the back. They've been trampled. The cattle are still there. And, you know, she walks around the truck a few more times firing a gun in the air. And, you know, it, it's, well, it's you know, pretty... Because you got to be thorough, you know. Right. So now we she, she takes off. And now, if, if I remember right, now it's, it's nighttime. Yeah, they it does get back over, They get back over to that service garage with the truck back at the truck stop. And um, we got Smith there. She, he pulls up, and, and then he's got fucking idiot Rusty there. And it's one of these things, again, where the cars are spinning around and the pink truck Mac's in. Or not Mac. Um, uh, uh, well, because Mac tries to help Anna and save her. He gets right. overpowered and starts getting it's the Curly. shit out of him. Curly comes in and once again yeah. saves the day with saves, that, that Saves the day. Truck. He comes in. He, he basically whacks into the, to the, to the Continental. Uh, fucking Rusty spinning around trying to get control of the car. And he's coming back through the garage, like, rang, 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 and races through again. Everybody's almost taking down out Mac. It. Like, literally, Mac, Mac has to dive he in. He has to jump into the oil pit where they change the oil. He jumps mm-hmm. down into the where the mechanics work, you know, to save to keep him getting run over because fucking Curly's just barreling through, you know. And uh, <laughs> Curly's crazy, so, but he does save the day. Yeah, he's they, he's vital. So it kind of goes back and forth. They 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 kind of have a they kind of forge a plan. And now it's next day. They're up in the hills and they're kind of looking down on the road and they're waiting for uh, this is where they're going to have. They got they kind of setting up Smith. Smith uh, Rose is again still with uh, she's back with those guys. You know, she was with Mac. Now she's with five minutes. Right. Now she's with Smith and fucking Rusty again in the in the Continental. But now it's daytime. They got she put the call in earlier. Anna did to have Evelyn get all the girls together. Right. And I love it. Evelyn's in the walk with the walkie talkie. Now she's in the truck. She's going to drive a truck. Yeah. Everybody gets a chance. Everybody's in these trucks. Like they all, they're all badass, you know, people, they all know how to drive trucks. Even the women, you know, they're like, yeah, you know, waitresses. They're like, yeah, they got to get in and start driving them. I love it. Yeah. And uh, so they go out there and so she pulls the truck out. And basically, one of the cars goes through and smashes the top of the roof off. Rusty's yeah, trying to great maneuver stuff. around the trucks. And uh, and then there's a good scene. We've got that other red-haired girl. I forget her name was that. And then and then uh, Trish, the blonde girl. And they got the machine guns out, and they're blasting the Continental. I mean, it's like yeah, the I mean, they're, Lincoln, they're really, Lincoln. No, no, they're really no shooting this Lincoln. This is no yeah. like making no it look match like for it. a bunch of truck stop women right. with uh, machine guns. Right, and they're shooting this thing. You can see they're filming bullets as they're hitting it because you can tell these are real bullet holes. And yeah. they're like, so they're but, 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 you know, and that, that's I thought so. That's a great scene. I'm like, God dang, you know, if only they knew how oh, these cars would be worth something someday. Or at the time, it was, <laughs> they'd they save a couple bought, of them. They probably bought them used for a couple hundred bucks. So they're they're basically now they're kind of in this little town. Well, they make um, the point. Anna says that they were meeting up at the ghost town. They don't say yeah. what town it was, but it's just a ghost town, and it's, it's like a, little, a legit ghost town with a bunch of run down ramshackle buildings. It's probably that it's probably a legit, maybe not a ghost town, but it's a legit abandoned little mini little town that we've all driven past. If you ever drive out in the out in the desert, there's plenty of little places like this out there. And uh, and they're just like this, you know, like nothing you could tell 
You know, the setup is a... all very Western like. Oh yeah, very. Even the music kind of gets very Westerny, and like Anna's got her six shooter strapped to her hip, and you know, Mac is there. Yeah. Total Western. I thought yeah. I thought, thought the same thing. Like when they come walking out with their rifles and that, it's like, yeah, this is a total Western thing. It's it's the shootout. You know, they, they, they got every and, they got everything but the you know right. going on. You know, yes. Like, yeah. And uh, so so they're kind of going around that. They're waiting. They're finally they're waiting for uh uh for he basically Smith's right now like Anna. You know, they're kind of like they know they're there and. They're kind of like, you know, like, we know you're over here. And it's kind of funny. They saw a shot of, like, where they're looking around for them. And you could totally see them in the window looking out at them. With yeah, the rifle. yeah. Like, like they if, would if they just them. opened their eyes, they would they would see exactly right. where they're at. Right. They're looking right <laughs> at them, you know. Like, so, they, so, yeah, this is the Western scene we're talking about. Fucking uh, uh, Curly does the cool thing where he jumps over the little railing. And he's got the rifle in his hand. And Mac's got a rifle. And. And she and fucking uh, Anna looks like the gunslinger. She looks like the she looks like the Clint Eastwood guy. You know, oh, yeah, the, she's totally got that John jacket. Wayne. She's got strong. the jacket with the ruffle, the, the the little things coming off of the tassels. Well, or they make a point of, way earlier on in the movie. They call her Calamity Jane, and right. she makes a point to tell them, "Don't call me Calamity Jane." But that's exactly like who she reminds right, me. Right, but that's who I am. And, and uh, so now it's kind of funny they they. They come out here with all this badass gu- gusto, and then they give their guns up like real quick. Like it's almost like well, uh, Smith has uh, has a uh, not Smith, but um, was it uh, uh, Rusty, Rusty has a gu- has a gun to the back of Rose's head, and he threatens he's going to shoot right. her. And, and yeah, they do give up the guns pretty easy. That that part, that little part of that scene was a bit anticlimactic, but I understand where they where they were going with it. You know right. where they were where they eventually ended up. But yeah, they give up those guns pretty quick. I was hoping for a big old shootout at the end. But yeah. we do get a bit of one. We do get a bit of one. So they go, they go in the back. There's basically a bunch of haystacks. They've got all those metal uh, ammo boxes kind of like piled up on, on this hay. And they all kind of gather back there. And of course now Smith's, Smith is in control. And uh, you got Rose and uh, Rusty kind of going through the boxes. We've got... And we got Trish is out there in that pink truck. She pulls up, and it's kind of cool. She's got a cowboy hat on, and she just kind of, like, starts driving around. They can hear the truck. They know, like, there's a truck out there. And that's kind of cool because Trish decides, you know, just to go for it. And just and drive comes, right through that she big drives, like She just busts right through there in that truck. It's a great scene. And once again, all of a sudden, they're, they're you know, saved by the pink semi that just barrels yeah, through the scene and drives right, over and it everything. Through, now, she runs over fucking Smith, finally gets it. You know, she runs his ass over. We get a scene of him. He kind of looks up. He's all bloody and kind of, ah. And then it's his last gasp. He drops over. You got Rusty. He's running up the fucking, he's trying to get away and shoot. Little chicken shit he is. And Rose pulls out a snubby and fucking gives him a couple blasts. So uh, so now Rusty's Rusty's fucking out of it. And uh, so then out of a surprise, you think it's like kind of again, and Rand is kind of laughing like, all right, cool. And then fucking Rose pulls her, her gun up and just blasts her mama in the face. And like, you know, yeah, it's like she you shot her ear off. I yeah, think. it's like, she, yeah, it's shot her the side of her head. I thought she shot her like right in the head. I'm like, she's still alive. And yeah, then it, lo- it looks like she had blood leaking down the side yeah, of her head. So I that, think that's it's what I thought at first. So then Anna's kind of like blown away that her daughter just shot her. 
And then Mac just pulls up a rifle here, bang. And then we look up and, you know, Rose's eyes go kind of, like, you know, the old, I've been shot. Yeah, she got, yeah. She she, got shot. And so she falls over. So now Rose is dead. Because Rose's last words were like, now it's all mine, mama. Right, right. And then it kind of fades down into, it kind of shows just the two of them. Mom, Mama, and uh, Ro- and Rose. Uh, Rose, and then it freeze frames. And then it go it goes into the fucking country music, and it just goes into the country, and that's it. That's the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it it does end pretty abruptly because within that thirty seconds, you get Rusty. You know, Smith dies, Rusty right. dies, Anna gets shot in, in pretty much in the side of the head, and then. Right. You know, she said, it's all mine, Mama. Then Max shoots her, and then it's, I mean, it just ends with Anna kneeling over her dead daughter's body, just completely losing it in hysterics. And then, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's, you, you, that's what you expect out of a movie like this. One of those usual abrupt grindhouse kind of endings. It just kind of ends like, "Ah, okay, it's done, over, (laughs) the end. (laughs) But what a wild ride it was, man. That's a movie, but yeah, that's. It was, it was a great for a first time watch. I will definitely be watching this one again. Oh, I will I, too. I, I I really enjoyed it. And, and it's one music, of those. It's just like I can't believe like I waited this long to fucking watch it. <laughs> my same my same thoughts. I go, why? You know, this was I wanted to watch this, never got around it. Why didn't I get around to it? How dumb am I? Fucking that was great. Uh, and uh, you know, well, I, only I, so I, many I, hours in the day. You know, <laughs> right? How many movies? Right, exactly. But I'm glad we did. And uh, I love the music and the characters, and uh, and uh, that's it. That's that, yeah. that's how truck stop women, folks. And that's how truck stop women ends. Well, go right. ahead, buddy. You know how we do around here. Uh, guests go first, and rating on a scale from one to ten. Well, um, I'll tell you, I, I I again, I love the characters. Corny as shit, but it was a, it was a funny story. Not exactly a Loctite story, but. It was. It was. It had a story. It, it was. It was funny. The characters are, are good. They work. They a lot. A lot of quirky, weird shit going on. The music was great. Oh, the music uh, the was country, awesome. The country tunes were written were just perfect for a truck exploitation movie of the seventies. It's nineteen seventy four truck movie. It worked out good. They gave us plenty of. You know, if you like boobs, they gave you plenty of that. Uh, not a lot of blood or anything. But it did again. This wasn't a horror movie, you know. This was a this was a, just a threat exploitation movie, but it was titillating and it got a, it had all the stuff that you know that makes up a the movie. Titillating, like that. Was like, huh? Titillating. That's what you did got, there. Yeah, you got it right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be clever. And, it, uh, it, it worked, sir. I see <laughs> what you did there. <laughs> yeah, but perfect driving movie. I, I if I had a, you know, that I'd have been tickled pink to fucking sit there and watch that at a driving. I, I surely enjoyed it watching it here at the house. And I'm sure driving, that would have been a hoot. You know, like and everybody laughing and, you know, and listening to people honking their horns and having a fucking good time. I, I would have, that, that's a great driving movie. So with that being said, um, I'm going to give it a solid eight. Um, I, I thought uh, I, I definitely will watch it again. Love the music, love the characters. Um, I don't really have, you know, with any movie, you can pick stuff apart. I don't really, I didn't really see anything that I had to make a big deal over, you know, like whatever. I, I it was a, it was a cool movie. It, I knew what it was going into it and it gave me exactly what I wanted to see. And I thought it was a good movie. It was funny. I had, had some laughs and, uh, and there you go. That's, uh, 
I was uh, I was very pleased with the movie. I enjoyed it a lot, and uh, I will definitely watch it again. And what was your rating again? Eight. Oh, I'm sorry. I gave it an eight. I gave yes. it a solid eight. You're coming in within a half a point away from me. I'm giving it an eight point five. Oh, right on. Uh, okay. cool. Yeah, for once I'm coming in higher than you. <laughs> this might be the first time. It might be one of the first times. Right. Yeah, I had a super lot of fun with this movie. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it gave me everything I wanted in a grindhouse, you know, fucking exploitation right. movie. It, you know, it had fast women, fast cars, you know, uh, action, adventure, quirky characters, insane dialogue, you know, <laughs> weirdness to boot. I mean, like, and like you said, you know, you can pick apart any movie, even a movie that you give a, a 10 out of 10 and pick out flaws and whatnot. But right. there's really nothing glaringly bad in this movie. You know, if you go no. with the mindset of knowing that you're seeing a, a, a trucker exploitation kind of movie, it hits all the right notes. Right. You have the exactly. quirky characters, weird locations, car chases, action, adventure, comedy, uh, you know, you know, maniacal bad guys, beautiful women. It hits all the right notes. It's it's a perfect example of an exploitation movie. And my my only um, negative thing I can say is only uh, <laughs> it, it's only on, on my own fault is is that I wish I had uh, watched this sooner. You know, but I, I like the fact that there's little gems like this out there that we still haven't discovered. It shows right. you how how infinite of amount of uh, films there really are. You know, no matter how long I think either one of us live, we like to see that say that we've seen everything, but there's always something new. You there's know? another one. You go, oh, you know what? I, I've been wanting to see that. I haven't seen yeah. that one yet. Right. So yeah. that's the beauty of this. That, you know, you're not. We're not going to run out. There's going to be another movie that, to watch, and that's the beauty of it. And uh, and this and this delivered. And again, like you said about hitting the notes, it hit every note. And it did what it, it did what it said it was going to do. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> the, the, I think the shining points of the movie, you know, or the performances. Claudia Jennings is great as Rose. Right. Lou Dressler is fucking phenomenal as Anna. She's the MVP here. Yes, uh, but absolutely. All the 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 supporting characters: Dennis Fimple, Len Lesnar. Uh, I forgot who played Mac. I got to look. Uh, Gene Drew. You know, like I said, yes. the fact yeah. that that man yeah. only did three films is a sacrilege. Because I would have loved to seen this guy more. Oh, he'd have been. He could have been. He could have been one of those guys that were you seen on a million TV shows. And you know, I mean, he could have been one of those guys who's been on Gunsmoke. You know what I mean? It's like you know, he could have done a bunch of. This guy could have done tons of stuff. I mean, he 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 was perfect. He's one of those guys that could play that cowboys and truckers and. You know, and yeah. stuff like that. He, he'd have been a great everything from the sheriff that, to the bad guys, you know, right? Would, and especially in that time, everything. especially in that time, he would have been perfect for all those movies. You know what I mean? What you know, one of those character actors that you know, he was he was great. I, I enjoyed him a lot. And I think some that that bears mentioning a note I had here that I almost completely overlooked is uh, the cinematographer uh, John Morell. He did a ton of great stuff. Like I started looking up his IMDb. He did the Brotherhood of Satan, Hollywood oh, Horror House, oh. Quick and the Dead, Hell Hell Squad, The Exiles, and he also did stuff like uh, Kingdom of the Spiders again. The, the daytime ended, and one of my favorites, Boy and His Dog, which he did like literally with the year right after this. So he was pretty prolific through the seventies. Right. Last, he did his last movie in 85. So he hasn't been, he hadn't worked, 
you know, uh, I think he passed away in, in 2015. So, you know, he hadn't worked in, uh, God, you know, 35 years. But yeah, that, I think it bared mentioning that he was, uh, you know, he was an exploitation kind of guy with some of those, you know, titles. Right. But yeah, overall great movie. Um, thank you once again, Tubi TV, <laughs> for yes, suggesting thank you, this. Tubi. Yeah, uh, they <laughs> they've got a great great uh, selection of flicks and TV stuff over there. I can't recommend to our listeners enough. If you don't have uh, Tubi, I recommend you get it. If you're a fan of this show, you're going to find a lot of shit that you're going to love. And uh, I am by no way uh, being paid by Tubi to say that, but hey, right. if you want to. Tubi, if you wanted to sponsor us, say, hey, we 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 more exactly. willing to like. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what's cool about them. I mean, you like any of that stuff. You can just get on there and start scrolling around and, and finding stuff. Even if you if there wasn't anything in particular you were looking for, you could just like scroll around and and oh, that sounds cool. Oh, that, oh that's cool. Oh, that, you know, and just pick a cool movie. You know, it's like it's, it's yeah, it's, and, it's, and they're really uh, good about putting a lot of indie movies on there. They're very yeah. indie friendly. You know, right. so you can get this stuff from the 60s, 50s and 70s, you know, to stuff that was put out last week. You know, it's got a great selection of stuff. So, yep. yeah, if, I, I don't know why I'm trying to sell to be so hard, but I love them. I, I love it. It's just good. To, it's great. <laughs> it's great to have that out there for us that we can just get on and watch something. You know, what I mean, it's 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 really good technology. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you can and, just and you know, get on and browse cool. around and find something that was done. 40 50 years ago that it just blew that that's they and, and sit down and watch it you know and, just and it's great the time. fact that it's a totally free service i've seen a lot of people right. complain that oh they don't like the ads but it's free it's, it's free. free the the material yeah. is uncut you know they don't cut anything out you know it's not like cut right. for tv or edited for television at all but yeah like if you can deal with a little bit of ads and a little bit of commercials here and there it's a great service. Yeah, it's free and just watch them and we don't worry about it. Yeah. 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 Well that being said, I think we'll put a pin in this one for the for the moment. Uh folks, you you've been listening to us uh talk for the last uh, almost 2 hours here about truck stop women and I hope if you've seen it, I hope you enjoyed it as much as uh, we did on our first time watch and if you haven't seen it, I think it's safe to say that both of us uh highly recommend it. Absolutely. Go see it. Yeah. Well, Tom, thanks once again for giving me a couple hours of your time. It's another beautiful Sunday. It's a little hot out, so I'm staying inside in the AC. Oh, yeah, Uh, me too. Right on. Well, we'll be seeing you soon. Well, not seeing you soon, but we'll be talking to you again soon here at the Grindhouse Pizzeria. Hell. <laughs> I swear to God, every waitress on the highway has got hinges on it.